Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 14th of December. On the seventh day of the Parliament winter session, opposition members walked out of both the Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha today in protest. In the Lok Sabha, former Congress Chief Sonia Gandhi and Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary led the walkout after being denied discussion on China, news agency ANI reported. After the question hour ended, Congress leader of the House Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary demanded a discussion on the Indo-China border situation be held, saying late Prime Minister Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru had allowed a discussion in Lok Sabha on the India-China war in 1962. Responding to the demand, Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla said, "A decision will be taken on it on the meeting of Business Advisory Committee." As the speaker went ahead with the proceedings, the Congress and the TMC staged a walkout in protest. and accused the government of not allowing a discussion on the india china border issue earlier in the day leader of opposition in rajya sabha malikarjun kharge had held a meeting with leaders of various opposition parties to discuss the tawang face off and other issues the supreme court today refused to set up a fresh bench to hear bilkis banu's plea against the release of 11 men who gang raped her during the 2002 pogrom after one of the judges hearing the case justice bela trivedi opted out on tuesday Bilkis Banu's lawyer Shobha Gupta had raised the request before Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud and Justice P.S. Narasimha asking them to consider setting up a fresh bench early. To this the CGI said and I quote The petition will be listed. Please don't keep mentioning the same thing again and again. It is very irritating. Unquote. On Tuesday Justice Bela M Trivedi sitting on a bench led by Justice Ajay Rastogi had recused herself from hearing the petition by Bilkis The matter as a consequence would be posted before another bench. Bilkis Banu was 21 years old and 5 months pregnant when she was gang raped while fleeing the communal carnage that broke out after the Godhra train burning in 2002. Her 3-year-old daughter was among 7 family members killed at that time. A special CBI court in Mumbai on January 21, 2008 sentenced the 11 to life imprisonment. Their conviction was later upheld by the Bombay High Court and the Supreme Court. The 11 men convicted in the case walked out of the Godhra sub jail on August 15th after the Gujarat government allowed their release under its remission policy they had completed more than 15 years in jail the fact that we remember this case is because it is emblematic of the horrific communal violence that took place in Gujarat where muslim women were the targets of the most repulsive acts of sexual violence and assault we remember it but not because the media continued to report it some journalists did persist but after 2019 when the supreme court asked the gujarat government to pay rupees 50 lakh compensation to bilkis the media lost interest if this story had been left to television channels we would have heard a lot of noise but very little by way of factual background or context barring exceptions like ndtv mainstream tv did not give the recent release of the convicts the attention it deserves this is an excerpt from kalpana sharma's report on broken news where you can read further on newslaundry.com titled from Bilkis Banu to Zakia Jafri the media needs to keep the pot boiling and while you're there do check the amazing stuff that we do we bring you reports podcasts videos interviews explainers and a lot more because we are supported by you dear listeners we don't depend on governments corporations or advertisers to fund us as we are an independent platform that believes when the public pays the public is served if you're not a subscriber already Please support us by clicking the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website. Subscription is as low as 300 rupees a month. Pay to keep news free.
Today, Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar lost his temper in the state assembly as the opposition questioned the government's liquor ban policy. Vijay Kumar Sinha, the leader of opposition in Bihar assembly, raised questions on the liquor ban in the wake of deaths due to spurious liquor in Saran district. Hindustan Times reported Late on Tuesday, the administration confirmed six deaths and several people were admitted in hospital after many allegedly consumed a poisonous liquid at Masrak locality of Marhora subdivision. Family members of the deceased alleged that more than 15 people consumed country-made liquor at Doila village yesterday evening. Their family members brought them to the hospital after they started vomiting and complained of nausea, headache and uneasiness. According to Hindustan Times, the hooch tragedy caused a big uproar in Bihar Legislative Assembly, as the BJP termed it as a result of the complete failure of prohibition in the state. The Congress was also quick to demand a review of the prohibition. Former Bihar Minister and RJD MLA Sudhakar Singh also opposed the liquor ban, saying imposing a ban on any edible item or beverage is mental bankruptcy. ANI quoted Sudhakar Singh as saying, and I quote, You can't impose a ban. Through awareness and counselling, you should make people understand that consumption of liquor is injurious to health. Unquote. On Wednesday, a woman was killed and several others injured after a bus carrying at least 70 people fell into a roadside ditch in West Bengal's Hooghly district, PTI reported. According to a senior officer of the Haripal police station, the accident occurred around 4.30am in Ilahipur area on the State Highway 26 when the driver lost control over the bus and overturned after falling into the ditch. The 50-year-old woman, Tapsi Haldar, died in the accident and almost all the passengers were injured. They were taken to a nearby rural hospital by locals and policemen from the area. Of the injured people, the condition of 12 were critical and they were referred to hospitals in Kolkata. The passengers had gone for a trip from Raidigi to Ayodhya Hills in Purulia district on Monday and the accident happened while they were returning, the officer said. The driver apparently dozed off at the wheels leading to the accident and soon after, he fled the spot. After China stopped recording asymptomatic cases in their daily tallies, it makes the spread of COVID-19 in China now impossible to track, the country's health authorities said. AFP and Reuters reported. This comes amid soaring presentations to hospitals and clinics as COVID-19 spreads rapidly through the population in the wake of the sudden removal of strict pandemic measures. Authorities have urged people not to seek emergency health care unless necessary and announced the rollout of second boosters to elderly and vulnerable people. China's government ended the long-running and strict zero-COVID policy last week, rolling back strict measures including travel restrictions and lockdowns. As a result, official daily reports have become an increasingly inaccurate measure of the outbreak. China's National Health Commission on Wednesday admitted its numbers no longer reflected reality. The NHC said in a statement, and I quote, Many asymptomatic people are no longer participating in nucleic acid testing, so it is impossible to accurately grasp the actual number of asymptomatic infected people. Unquote. The statement comes after Vice Premier Sun Chunlan said the capital's new infections were rapidly growing, according to state media. Official state media outlet China Daily reported Beijing had seen a more than six-fold increase in presentations to hospitals in the last week and 16 times more to fever clinics. On 9 December, there were 31,000 calls to emergency medical services, six times more than average. However, Chinese leaders are determined to press ahead with opening up, with Beijing's tourism authorities saying that it would resume tour groups in and out of the capital. But there are concerns that the swift reporting could see China's health system overwhelmed in the short term. Health resources are inequitably spread 
and nationally there are far fewer intensive care beds ahead of population than other nearby countries china also has an aging population with older demographics significantly under vaccinated that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel